and welcome to a special Gaming Club podcast episode. Um, this episode would only feature me, Martin Nolan from Sweden. Due to our time differences, and we have to keep three time zones in mind whenever we're recording, that usually means that I'm left in the middle. Um, and that in, that in turn means that usually recording session starts around 2 to 3 a.m. my time. <laughs> So I don't think I need to explain any further why why I'm not always able to make it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm sitting here all by myself. I'm drinking coffee. And um, I'm currently sitting in a garage somewhere in the heart of Sweden. In the middle of nowhere, in the forest. And I'm fucking freezing. It's... I think it's currently around like minus six or seven Celsius by the time I'm recording this. And I'm not dressed too well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's kind of cold. I know I've in the past haven't really been talking about my my experiences and well, my personal life, not, not my private life, um, if that makes any sense. Um, so... Since I wasn't able to make it to the last recording session, um, I thought it would be a good idea to show or talk about who I am for a bit. Since I don't, I know I've come across as like a really quiet guy on some of the podcasts, but in general, I'm not really that quiet actually. I think it's mostly due to the fact that. Um, we're usually recording in the middle of the night, my time, and we're sometimes up to five persons speaking at the same time. So that why that's why I come off as a bit quiet sometimes, I guess. But yeah, this podcast is supposed to be about video games, apparently. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, sometimes we tend to go off on a tangent, I guess. Well, not sometimes, all the fucking time that I think of it. Um, usually it leads into weird discussions about subcultures that I don't really feel comfortable talking about because I know 
very little about them. And um, since I know very little about them, I tend to not like them a whole lot. Well, some I actually know a bit about, and I have really like strong opinions about whether or not people should be doing it or not, I guess. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm not really comfortable talking about like weird fucking stuff. That's not who I am as a person. Which leads me into another statement that I have to make. I do not watch anime and I do not read manga. I have read the entire Dragon Ball uh, manga, however. Um, that being the only one that I've actually read. And I also saw the anime when I was a kid. Um, and I also saw Trigun, and I also saw Samurai Champloo and Cowboy Bebop. So I've seen four animes in total. Um, I really enjoy those, but I don't know. Um, anime and manga culture does absolutely nothing for me personally. It's um, I have no interest in them whatsoever. It's all about the video games basically. But, yeah, I, by the time this is being recorded, um, yesterday, Capcom made an announcement at PAX East, uh, at their panel, that they were going to remaster the uh, DuckTales title that was released for the NES back in the day. And I'm sure some of you saw my tweet update about me being like really excited uh, for that title. And um, that's because DuckTales is, I, I don't think single-handedly, but one of the games that have left a huge impact on me as a person, even. Uh, DuckTales was actually the first video game that I ever played for the NES. Um, I was about three or four at the time, I guess. And... Um, I played it at a friend's house, along with uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, which is also a good game, but DuckTales was where it was at for me personally. And um, seeing how this game will now get a remaster, I mean, that just... Yeah. I can't really put it into words. Um, I'm fucking excited. Um, I couldn't say anything more about it, though. I'm excited as hell. <laughs> um, the thing is that Capcom hasn't, like, really been doing any favors to the video game industry as of the last fucking five or six years or something like that. Um, the latest and last Capcom game that I bought was Dead Rising for the Xbox 360, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and since then I haven't bought any Capcom games whatsoever because I feel, I feel like they're... Well, basically, they they aren't doing as good video games as they used to make back in the day when I was growing up. I feel like it's a completely different company nowadays. But yeah, I still have some trust in them, I guess, um, when it comes to making good games <laughs> once again. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for DuckTales Remastered. Um, I think they also announced at Paxis that they were going to make another Mega Man game. But I think like a couple of hours later they like but they denied any claims that a new Mega Man game was in the making. Um and by by now they like cancelled I think 
three Mega Man games in total. Uh, Mega Man Universe, Mega Man Legends 3, and then there's a third one that I can't really remember the title of right now. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> Mega Man has been dead for me personally since the release of Mega Man X6. I haven't paid any attention whatsoever to the series since then. I, I mean, I like all the Mega Man games from Mega Man 1 to 8 and Mega Man X to XX, but the rest doesn't really do anything for me. I could be collecting the, the, those games, but I decide not to because they're so fucking costly right now. Um, and I don't think they really will decrease in price either, so I tend to look towards other series, such as Shenmue, that is one of my favorite video game series of all time. And while on that same subject, Dreamcast is also my favorite console of all time. It kind of goes hand in hand, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think I I got a Dreamcast in 2004. I was really late to the um, party, if you will. And uh, I don't know if any all of you know out there, but they were actually making new Dreamcast games in Japan up to up until like March 2007. Like official games now, not like um, indie developed games, which I think they're still making. NG Dev Team and all those other companies. Um, I mean, they're, they're doing a fine job, but those games doesn't really appeal to me um, for several reasons. I tend to be more interested in the official games, actually. The uh, last game, I believe, was Karus or um, Trigger Heart Exelica. I've got both of them, actually, but I can't remember right now which one was the absolutely last official Dreamcast game. The Dreamcast really suffered throughout its entire fucking lifespan, from the day it was released until the day it actually died in the West. Then it became some sort of like niche console for shoot 'em ups, which I'm also into. Um, I got several of them for the Dreamcast. But whenever you talk about the Dreamcast, I think Shenmue is the first game that comes to mind um, for several reasons. Uh, one being that they're the fucking best video game series ever made. And. Um, I don't know, it brought so many new things to the table as to what you could do in a video game, I guess. Like, breaking the boundaries of what had been made in a video game prior to that being released. I don't know, the story is interesting. Um, you could argue that the characters aren't really that interesting, however, but I think that's more uh, personal taste than anything. And the soundtrack is fucking amazing for both games. Now. I want to point out that if you have even the slightest um, interest in playing the Shenmue games, do not play the Xbox version of Shenmue 2. Adam Korlick on YouTube, uh, Figure It Out Productions, actually goes into why in like full detail in his latest video, so I urge you to check out those if you have the slightest interest in Shenmue and playing the games. My Dreamcast collection currently consists of really weird titles. Uh, <laughs> it actually happened by random, I guess. I was searching like for Dreamcast games on um, Tradera, which is like the Swedish equivalent of eBay, I guess. And I happened to come across like really weird games at one point. And I thought, what are these games? So I bought one of them, 
Yeah. <laughs> and I found out it's a fucking text adventure with, like, fucking anime pictures of characters, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, I kept that game. And I eventually started buying more of those games for no fucking reason. I don't even play them. So I honestly don't know why I fucking own them to even begin with. Um, I think it has more to do with me trying to achieve a complete Dreamcast collection than anything else. The games does literally nothing for me whatsoever. I have no intention of even playing them. They're, I mean, the packaging is nice. That's it, I guess. <laughs> but, like, besides Shemu 1 and 2 being my favorite games with the Dreamcast, I think I'd have to say Ikaruga. Which is a shooter uh, developed by Treasure that I'm sure most of you out there are familiar with. You're probably more familiar with the GameCube version that was released in the West. And then I think Crazy Taxi. Yeah, I had so many memories of playing Crazy Taxi as a kid, as like an arcade cabinet. And mind you, arcade cabinets aren't that really common over here. I don't think they were at any point. I think I mentioned in like one of the earlier episodes that you'll find arcade cabinets in like amusement parks over here and in some movie theaters. But there was this place as a kid that we in my family used to go to during the summer. Uh, it was basically a beach. It was like located in a private area, I guess, of sorts. It was really, really big and like it was the spot, and I think it still is, that people would go to to like tan and like swim in the water and all that stuff and I think it was it, it's even like a camping resort of sorts um, but basically there was this main house at the place where they would serve food and there was also like this little store inside that same house between the area between the store and the restaurant they had two arcade cabinets that they would change uh, like every, once every year I think and one year they had Crazy Taxi, and <laughs> and I can't even remember how many, like, uh, kroner I put into that game. Oh man, it must have been a whole lot. I believe Crazy Taxi, the arcade version, came in, like, two different versions. I think I saw one, the other version, at, like, an amusement park in Denmark at some point, where, like, th there's this, like, proper seat, you know? You know, you know what I'm talking about for like the racing games and whatnot, but the one that they had at the um, the camping resort uh, was the one where you would like stand up and lean back towards like a little stand, and you'd have the pedals and you'd have the fucking steering wheel. That was the, I think, along with finding out about Neo Geo MVS, I think Crazy Taxi playing that is one of my most fond arcade moments in my entire life. And uh, let's make this a fucking top five with Shemu 1 and 2 being a single game, because they sort of are, I guess. Um, so we got Shemu 1 and 2, Crazy Taxi, and Ikaruga so far. And I believe the fourth game will have to be Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I actually played the Xbox version more than I played the Dreamcast version. Like I said, I didn't get a Dreamcast until 2004. 
and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was released in 2001, I believe, and for the Xbox some year later. Yeah, I have really fond memories of playing that game, and especially with the fucking characters late screen. You you know the song. You, you know exactly which song I'm talking about. I wanna take you for a ride! I think around that time I got a Dreamcast, I played Marvel vs. Capcom 2 a whole lot. Um, and I'd fucking leave that selection screen on while I was doing like other stuff in my room. So that, that song is like etched in my fucking mind by now. I haven't actually played Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Which reminds me, I should fucking get Dead Rising 2. Um, but I, th I remember reading something about that version getting like... No, wait, not that version, but the game getting like revamped because it didn't feature Frank West or something like that. I actually owned a European Xbox 360. I got it for like my birthday, probably like seven years ago, I think. Yeah, and I bought Dead Rising for the my European Xbox, which I eventually sold because I got tired of it. And then I bought my Japanese one about two years ago, which is probably one of my most satisfactory purchases ever made because it opened up to a library of games that I wasn't able to play before that. Well, nowadays I think you're able to play those games by JTAGging your console or whatever. Um, but, which I'm kind of interested in because I am interested in, in like modifications to a gaming system, but I'm not interested in playing unauthorized copies. I have to, I can't stress that enough. I think it's more to do with the fact to be able to play imports than anything else. So with the PlayStation 3, that was fucking awesome that you could play games from all regions because I got games from all three regions for the PlayStation 3. Where was I going with this? <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, yeah, that Ryzen is right. Um, I should definitely buy the first one again, but I have to buy the uh, Japanese version, which I think is censored to some extent. And the second one is probably as well. I could get that for the PlayStation 3, but it would look ugly in my shelf if I had the first one for the fucking Xbox and the second one for the PlayStation 3. That's just a matter of, like, personal opinion, though, so... Um... But, yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Um... And then I'd have to say... Chaos Field. That was released for the Dreamcast the same year I got it. I think it was also released in the West for like the GameCube. The same as Ikaruga basically. The aim isn't that good, but it was one of the first games that I bought for the Dreamcast, which I still own to this day. It has some sort of sentimental value to me, I guess, and the fact that the, um, the system was completely dead in the US as well as Europe by 2004, and it was still alive, in some regards, at least in Japan, that that concept to me was like fucking amazing back then. I really enjoyed that, and yeah, the the game itself isn't like I said, isn't that very good. I don't know. It has an awesome soundtrack if you're like into um, uh, electronic music. I guess would be the correct term for the kind of music that is in that game. Um, my favorite genre of video games is, as you probably can imagine, RPGs. I'm currently playing Tales of Vesperia, which I'm about 30 hours in, I guess. And whenever I reach a certain like dungeon in a 
RPG, in an RPG, the kind of dungeon I'm having in mind is basically a dungeon that uh, fucking takes hours to complete, um, and is also like a fucking maze to walk through. I think most RPGs have that sort of dungeon at one point in the game, and whenever I reach those, I tend to quit playing, basically. So, I got to that um, part of the game, and I actually picked up Yakuza 3 for the PlayStation 3. Fucking finally, it's been out for what, like, four years? <laughs> and I completed the entire game in two days. And I think I spent like 20 hours on it in total. And nowadays I really don't play that much like I used to. So 20 hours in two days for me is fucking new record of sorts, I guess. I really enjoy the game. Yakuza is a game series that should have been out on an HD console since the first game, actually. I mean, the, the, the PlayStation 2 does a good job rendering the first two games, but the games are kind of held back by its limits in some regards. If you play Yakuza 1 and 2 and then play 3, you'll know what I mean. But yeah, I, I like the concept that... Um, Kazuma Kiryu is um, actually an orphan. In the third game, he decides to open up an orphan home. And I like that idea a whole lot. What I don't like, however, is the fact that the game like struggles to like include the parts with you like um, resolving like family problems with <laughs> within the orphan home. I feel like the game did that badly. They could have done it a whole lot better than it was done. I mean I'm playing Yakuza, and if you play Yakuza, you know what the games are about. And I want to go out on the streets of fucking Tokyo and beat people up, basically. <laughs> um, I'd rather not spend my time resolving family matters, problems within uh, in a fucking orphan home. So that's basically what I've been playing as of late. Um, I haven't really been playing anything else lately, and... Um, I haven't really bought any games either, besides Yakuza 3, that is. And another game that comes to mind when, like, talking about RPGs, as I was talking about Tales of Vesperia, is fucking Final Fantasy 13. Oh my god, that game is a fucking train wreck. Uh, I think I'm, like, 15 to 20 hours in the game, and I have no intention whatsoever in playing that fucking game ever again so I'm basically setting up a poll right now well, not a poll but a vote if I get 20 comments in total on Facebook facebook.com slash gaming club podcast or uh, my Twitter which is martin under underscore GCP um, or the gmail gaming club podcast at gmail.com if I get 20 comments saying I should put the game on fire and videotape it at the same time. I will. I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> that's how much I fucking hate that game. And I have no intention of playing it ever again, so don't even think about that for a second when commenting. Now that I have a Japanese 360, are there like any games out there that you guys want me to purchase and um, maybe play a little off and give a quick review of. I know there are a couple of rather weird games. I really don't know all of them, I guess. So, 
I'd urge you to send in comments about that as well, as to like what games I should purchase for the uh, Xbox 360. Japanese exclusives, I guess. Um, I mean, you got the chance to at least listen to someone who play the games. Unfortunately, I don't own any capturing devices, so I couldn't record any of the gameplay. But I could comment on the games. The convenience store 200X is still on my to-buy list, <laughs> for sure. Um, I owe that to Garrett. And I think there was like a party game released really early in the life of the Xbox in Japan as well, called Everyday Party, which I probably should buy as well. And also the Onechanbara games. And I think one of those games was released in the West too. Um, there's a couple of games that I know about, but like if there's any specific one you want me to buy, then by all means, send a mail, post on our Facebook, or post on my Twitter. I mean, I've got the, the means to play imports on my um, Super Nintendo, uh, my GameCube, my Wii, my PlayStation 3, since it's region free, and also my Xbox 360 and my PlayStation 2. So for any of those consoles, if you know about a real, really weird game that you want me to purchase, by all means comment. <laughs> this is kind of hard to be sitting all by myself, not having someone else to talk to while recording this. Um, it's kind of hard to like come up with ideas to talk about, I guess. But yeah, the Wii U. Um, I still don't own one, and I really don't have any intentions of buying one until there's like a really big game that comes out, and I'm thinking in the like lines of Zelda and stuff like that. I can hold off until then. I got enough games to <laughs> to play, basically. I'm also thinking of expanding my Game Boy Advance collection. Currently, it consists of three games. Them being uh, Zelda, the Minish Cap, uh, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, which is a fucking dreadful game. I didn't like the card system they put into that game, and I heard the uh, PlayStation 2 remake was supposedly better, but I can't be fucked, basically. Um, and I also got uh, Fire Emblem the Sacred Stone, I think it's called. Um, which is a good game that I still haven't completed. I got that game when it was released. And that was like eight years ago, I think. <laughs> and I still haven't finished it. And also for the um, the PlayStation 3, I'd like your recommendations as to what RPGs I should buy for the system because I really have no idea which RPGs are good. All right, I think it's time to wrap things up. Well, it's been somewhat enjoyable recording this song by myself. I at least got the chance to talk for a bit, but it's pretty hard to come up with ideas. If you like me doing this, I could probably do it again. Just comment on our Facebook or our Gmail or on my Twitter. The Facebook being facebook.com slash gaming club podcast. Uh, the Twitter martin underscore gcp. And the Gmail being gaming club podcast at gmail.com. This has been Martin Nolan from Gaming Club Podcast. Bye.